You're inside the Taylor Tilton Hour. Be sure to check out our podcast, The Taylor Tilton Show, streaming live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central on YouTube and Facebook with replays on Spotify and Google. Then enjoy the Taylor Tilton Hour on Comcast channels throughout the Southeast. For more information about the host of the show, visit ChristyTaylorConsulting.com. Welcome to the Christy Taylor Show. I'm your host, Christy Taylor. And to be kicking off my birthday month with my first show from a fellow creative from my birth city is just so divine. On today, I'm going to be talking to Carrie Nicole. She is an international recording artist and songwriter with Midtown Road Music, as well as an actress, model, motivational speaker, domestic violence awareness advocate, wellness enthusiast, and entrepreneur. Also a native Washingtonian born in the District of Columbia, a mother of two sons, Carrie uses her creative gifts to uplift, educate, inspire, and entertain others to love and respect themselves and others. Now, given her passion for human rights and women's empowerment, Carrie writes and performs music she describes as music with a mission. Now, you can watch Carrie regularly serve as a guest host of Talk About It live on Instagram, where she speaks with guests on a variety of wellness topics. Now, Carrie is also currently working on her EP titled The Real Carrie Nicole with Billboard charting producer Art the Great under the Midtown Road Music label. I want you to welcome to the Christy Taylor Show this amazing young lady, Carrie Nicole. Thank you so much for being a guest today. Thank you so very much. Oh my God. It's, first of all, can I say that I'm loving the good vibes that's glowing over you? <laughs> good vibes, good vibes. So how are you today? I'm doing well. I'm doing blessed. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Now, of course, when I was reading your bio and of course, also checking out your amazing website, I truly your creativity uh, shines through, but I must say to say that you're a mother of two sons. I was like, wow, she looks so young. Um, but <laughs> tell me, um, you came from my birth city and you're still living in the, uh, what, is, what they call it, the uh, DMV? DMV, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's been years since I've been in Washington, D.C., but there's a family reunion that's on the horizon. Um, but tell me about growing up in Washington, D.C. and how it led to who you are today with so many hyphens, honey. You are definitely a renaissance woman thank you thank you so much christy i appreciate that dynamic intro so uh growing up in dc to be honest i was born in dc and i grew up until i was about five years old and i moved out to maryland however i still have a little bit of city girl in me and that definitely has uh helped grow uh, grow me professionally and also I'm a little they call it street smart <laughs> but still book smart at the same time so having that two dynamic growing up partially in the city and then the suburbs has definitely been able to mold me to be the woman I am today 
Now, of course, one of the first things that I note about your bio is that you are definitely someone and your website speaks to it in your Instagram and a lot of your social media platforms to the fact that you are a model, an actress, a wellness enthusiast. Uh, let's kind of talk about that before we get into the more creative stuff. Okay. Yes, absolutely. So um, I kind of grew up doing these different things. It's been in my family for years and I got blessed with those talents and I'm just excited to be able to, to continue that legacy. When it comes to modeling, I am still trying to get out there with doing a little bit more of the modeling. I love runway shows. Um, also, I'm good. I would say I'm good with pictures. <laughs> um, and also, definitely also photogenic, very photogenic I, indeed. Thank you. I, I love I love pictures. I love being in the light, <laughs> which is why I chose to be an entertainer. So this is what I love to do. And yeah. <laughs> now, the aspect about wellness enthusiasts, is that coming from, you know, something happened in your life that led you along that path? So um, not necessarily. However, I decided that I wanted to live a little bit more holistic and healthier lifestyle, you know, not trying not to ingest so much of the meats and unhealthy type of uh, foods, you know, high carb foods and GMO foods. And that's just a lifestyle I try to put on example uh, for me and also my children. Now, Karen Nicole, I, I do understand that along with the acting, the modeling, the singing and the songwriting, as well as being a wellness enthusiast and a motivational speaker, you also have had some personal challenges that have led you to become an advocate in the domestic violence awareness space. Now, I have quite a few friends who have been there, done that, and they too are definitely trying to bring awareness and bring resolve to that. Can we go a little bit into your story? Yes, absolutely. So uh, my first official domestic violence encounter was when I met my kid's dad. Um, we were in a relationship and I got pregnant and we both were young and I feel as though he may have been scared. And instead of saying that, he acted out physically, verbally. And at that time, I did not realize that was domestic violence. And I went through that for a period of time and I allowed it. And I got out of that relationship into another relationship with similar tendencies because I did not catch that I was not educated on what domestic violence necessarily was and the different types of domestic violence, you know, uh, things that there can be. And unfortunately, I kept falling into that same trap until most recently in 2018, I was able to come across the founder of Purple Runway, which they are a domestic violence advocacy organization that that actually does runway shows and different things to help survivors such as me. And I got involved with that. And I just been in love with that and the advocacy behind it and just trying to teach other women and men, because it happens mm -hmm. to men as well, you know, yes. on ways of how to find out, look at and pay attention to the signs and ways to get yes. out. You know, I, I know October is a combination of breast cancer awareness, but also domestic violence awareness. And, you know, to be able to say that you were in a love relationship, the father of your children, and to not be able to put a name to it, 
there may be somebody who's watching this or listening to this and they're like, well, what are the signs if I'm in a relationship that's not healthy for me? Can you share some of those identifiers? Yes, absolutely. So one is a is a new vocabulary word that has definitely been used a lot since the pandemic and it's gaslighting. You know, um, that person is trying to make you feel as though you're doing something wrong when it's really them. Also, red flags are when they cannot control their anger. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something going on with them, with them on the inside. Um, another thing is also manipulation. Yeah. Manipulation is, is very big. And that that draws people back in sometimes. And I know I'm speaking for myself. Sometimes, you know, we have our mindset that this is enough. I'm done. I'm going to walk out. Then that manipulator manipulates the situation mm-hmm. to make it seem like, no, you're crazy, you know, and then you stay. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So those are those are some of the major signs. I remember being a part of a couple of opportunities that explored that. And they even t- and you talked about the purple run room. I mean, run runway, the fashion shows. And there's mm-hmm. I think there's an, um, a portion of this called the purple purse. Because even financial abuse by keeping yeah. the purse strings tight, the, going to the manipulation, if they're keeping you away from even going to work or being around family and friends, all the things about isolating you and keeping you dependent on them. And of course, narcissism is is a part of yeah. that process, too. Absolutely. Well, what was the process? Because, you know, since we are talking about, you know, the new you and being the real Carrie Nicole, that's a life journey indeed. What were some of the things that you did to leave the relationship? Because being honest, particularly if there is violence in the relationship, not just emotional or financial abuse, that it can be tricky to leave. What were some of the things that you learned to do in both of those relationships to exit? Most definitely, I really had to put myself first and come to terms with myself that I'm enough and I deserve better. And also number one, that my life, uh, I love my life. (laughs) You know, I was uh, trapped in a situation where I could have, I could have got hurt or possibly killed in uh, one of my relationships. And it got physical to the point where I literally had to fight fist fight for my life. You know, I'm five foot two fighting a five foot eight man. You know, to get off me and and release my son. And I had to say, this is enough. This is not normal. I had to look at my children and examine the situation and say, is this what I want my sons to grow up and think that is normal? Mm -hmm. You know, and that I that put everything in perspective to me. And I said, okay, enough is enough. I really have to change up things. I have to come and be in tune with myself and truly love Carrie, the real Carrie Nicole, understand the real Carrie Nicole and, and evolve into a new me. So. I love that. You know, and oftentimes I'll hear a mother say, I don't want my daughters to think this is normal, but thank you for saying you don't want your sons to think that this is normal behavior toward the people that they love. So I'm excited Carrie that you have, even as a young lady, Um, been able to come to that and like you said to link your creativity your fashion your modeling to also something of such a personal cause now i know that there are other personal causes now the month of october definitely is domestic violence awareness and breast cancer awareness but i learned just by learning about you that there's also 
um, two important things that happened in the month of November, one being National Adoption Awareness Month. And you have a very personal connection to that. I would love for you to share with us about that. Yes, absolutely. So I, I was not officially adopted. However, I still fall in the realm of the um, of the adoption, you know, world. My mom mm-hmm. passed away when I was three. Okay. And there was a kind of battle with my grandparents at the time um, and then my mom's best friend uh, with, you know, who was going to take me and my sister. And my grandmother and grandfather at the time, they took care of me and my sister the best way that they could. And then my grandfather died when I was five. So that left uh, a hole in the home with my grandmother and she could no longer really take on the full responsibility of taking care of two young children. Um, And at that time, my, uh, I guess you could call him my goddad at at that time. I didn't know who he was. Um, My mom knew she was uh, dying and they had a conversation and they, she said, I want you, want you to take my children. I know you're going to do the best that you can. And they had to go through the court system, you know, for legal guardianship. And they did not adopt us officially because they were very selfless. They did not want to take away, ultimately, you know, my family lineage. They did not want us to forget mm-hmm. our family. They did not want us to forget where we came from because right. we still had living uh, family members. So that is why they didn't officially adopt us. However, their legal guardianship uh, definitely has uh, blessed me. And I'm very grateful because it could have been the other way. I could have been yeah. separated from my sister. You know, I've heard horror stories of different children yeah. going through the system and different family members' homes or stranger homes that did not did not end very well. And so I'm I'm grateful to be here today, and I would not be the woman I am today without my godparents, you know, taking that legal guardianship of me and my sister. So how do you participate with adoption awareness? Are there causes or different functions that you attend or perform um, during that month? So um, honestly speaking, um, I have not been able to get a part, be a part of that as of yet, but that is something that is in the near future that I will be getting more involved with. Um, also, with me being a, uh, a product of the system, I do take heed to children that are looking for households and parents mm-hmm. to adopt. And, you know, that is something that's been on my heart that I am definitely interested in the future um, because I know it was very life-changing for me. I love that. You know, it takes personal experiences to really guide us along life's path. And I'm loving how you've been able to take various situations and find beauty in it and ways to help and serve others. Another thing that serving others is that November is national was National Inspirational Role Model Month. I was like, oh my goodness, I need to be more aware of this. (laughs) And you use your creativity to provide leadership through songwriting, music, and advocacy as a role model for others. Um, Give me, first of all, I never heard about the National Inspirational Role Model Month. Um, What are some of the uh, fun things that we can learn about that month? 
Yes. So definitely November is the month for that. And I would say some things you guys could learn about is kind of look into different organizations and opportunities that you can get involved. If there's something that you're interested in that you want to be a part of the community to, you know, help mentor a young adult or whoever that person may be, get involved, you know, start being a positive role model, especially in these young generation. I'm saying young, I'm part of the generation, but, you know, the generation <laughs> that's coming after me. You know, yes. I think of my children, as an example, I'm very careful with what I expose them to and who they're around. And I honestly try yeah. to be a good role model, role model to them. Most importantly, I honestly try to be a good role model with my music. I'm yes. very careful with what I write about and what I present myself as, how I present myself, because not only are my children watching, but there may be a young girl uh, that's looking up to me to carry Nicole. I'm like, I want to be her one day. So the things mm -hmm. I talk about are very inspirational, very empowering. There's already enough negativity going on. So mm -hmm. I told myself I did not want to be a part of that. You know, mm -hmm. I want to be a part of something that's going to help uplift and empower people to move forward and be their best self. And you did just that by partnering with Morehouse College, okay? And first of all, how did you make a D.C., Baltimore, uh, Maryland connection to Atlanta and more specifically this historically Black college? Let's talk about your partnership with Morehouse College's Human Rights Film Festival. Yes. Well, let's just say my team, I have a dynamic team for one. Shout out to my management team. <laughs> Uh, they definitely put in a lot of hard work to get me um, in front of these awesome people at Morehouse. They heard my song um, not too long after I had dropped the single. And Let's they were freedom, freedom, which I love. Absolutely love. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Um, they heard it and they were very uh, moved by it. Mm -hmm. They were moved by the lyrics, the meaning behind it. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to be a part of that. And I was so grateful for that opportunity. I was able to go down. We went down to Atlanta and I was able to perform the song as they deemed it as the official theme song for their human rights film. So that I was love it. Opportunity. You know, first of all, I have always had a strong love for music. Music was my first love, you know, have done media but I also have a strong affinity for television and film, particularly screenwriting. So when I saw that, I'm like, this young lady is so well-rounded. I mean, you have even the entrepreneurship that you have, and I definitely want to get into whatever businesses we have so we can support you, but you have the wellness, you have the modeling, the acting. It, are you in films? Are you pursuing that? Is the reason also that the film festival was connected to you? Yes, absolutely. I'm I'm actively, uh, you know, getting my feet wet with the acting realm. Um, I do have some things lined up uh, with my team that they're working on to get me, you know, to kind of catapult me in that direction. I totally love that. And who knows? I have a script that you might be in one day. Let's let's put some prayer on that. Let's yes. put some prayer on that. <laughs> Another thing I, I really want to say is in the song Freedom, and then we're going to definitely talk about the song that I had on repeat 
um, preparing for this interview. Um, but Freedom really also featured a young lady um, who, what's her name again? Delasi, my sister Delasi. Delasi, I love that. And, you know, the very fact that you all were speaking some very strong, positive words and to understand now that that has been intentional. You're from a generation that you understand there's a lot of negativity in the world, but being light in the world is so important. And yet I came to such a gentle space listening to your song that was about female empowerment, because, of course, freedom, racial, you know, um, human rights. But then you delve into this feminine space with It's a New Me. Can you talk about, first of all, the inspiration behind that song? Yes. So It's a New Me, that is one of my favorite singles. Um, I feel like all of them are. But It's a New Me really speaks to me because this was something that I did to recreate myself. Mm. One of the lyrics, it says, I forgot who I was now. And that is a real statement. That is something I had to live through because the things that I was going through and the things that I allowed is because I truly forgot who I was. So I had to remind myself and those other people that, you know, weren't doing me any justice or weren't doing right by me, who I was. Mm -hmm. And I told myself, I'm going to create a song that represents the type of person that I'm growing into that I want to be. You know, I, I wouldn't say I'm fully there because I'm still in the healing process of a lot mm -hmm. of things that I've experienced, you know, recently. But It's a New Me was written with a lot of force and empowerment behind it because that is the woman that I'm going to get to. And that is the woman that I want, you know, others that may feel like they're at their lowest point. I want them to get to that point, you know, and that song is a, it's an anthem. It is an anthem. It is an anthem. And can you talk about your approach to your songwriting and how you collaborate with others when it comes to your work? Yes, absolutely. So the music process for me, I like to really listen to the melody and the song or instrumental um, that I could potentially be writing my song to because it's all about emotion. You know, I want to feel the music. I want to feel the beat. And after I'm able to kind of come in tune to the music, the lyrics start to flow mm -hmm. and it flows literally from within because I'm thinking mm -hmm. about things that I've been through. I'm never going to write anything about nothing that I've never experienced or something I don't necessarily know what I'm talking about because now that's not the true artist in me. My music, I want to be able to connect with my audience and I want to give the audience a true, authentic Carrie Nicole. So that's Which is a great way to segue into your new EP that is going to be releasing soon, the real Carrie Nicole that you're collaborating with a billboard charting producer, Art the Great. So this, of course, is so, I just want to play the song. Matter of fact, before we wrap up, we're going to make sure we do that, but let's talk about the EP, The Real Carrie Nicole, which is based on your life. What can we expect from the new project? And how is it working with Art the Great? So, um, well, working with Art the Great is definitely been an experience. Um, 
it's always a good experience to work with a fellow creator and also a fellow creator that understands you as an artist and knows what they're doing. They understand the assignment. They understood my music with the mission assignment. And that has been, uh, this has been a great experience for me. What you can expect from the Real Carrie Nicole EP, I plan on dropping it uh, the beginning of the year. And the EP is just an, e is an example or it's an evolution of where I started and where I'm going to be heading. So Freedom will also be on there um, as well. It'll be a four song uh, EP that I'll be releasing and I'm so excited and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. <laughs> so Freedom will be on The Real Carrie Nicole and is this single that I'm about to play, is this considered the the lead single or the title and the, the main single? Uh, we're still playing around with it, um, <laughs> honestly. But however, that, this song will be on the I love it. Well, this is the song that I have had, ladies and gentlemen, that Karen Nicole has so beautifully penned and performed. And let me tell you, your vocals are amazing. I totally love the vibe, the look in the field. Be sure to check her out on all her social, on her website. Make sure you link up with her. Find out more about her entrepreneurship. She even has her own talk show on Instagram. Talk about it and be sure to follow her on her Insta to find out how to connect with her. But before we leave, I have to share this song with the world. Working on myself, I forgot who I was now. With all the chaos, it's a definite sound. Feeling like giving up, feeling like not enough, no. Allowing the same things to hold me down. It's time to change, start rearranging my life that I'm reclaiming. It's a new vibe, it's a new sound, can't stop, no. Standing taller, it's a new me. Standing stronger, it's a new me. Checking out and checking in on with my new soul. Feelings. All I'm loving is new healing. Not looking back no more. I'm moving forward. Stepping into open doors. I'm a force you reckon for. Nothing like before. My life means so much more. So much more.
I love that song. I mean, it's that's my anthem. That is going to be my 2023. That is my 2023. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Happy New Year to you already. Okay. Because it's a new me <laughs> as we go into a new year. Thank yes. you, Terry Nicole. Thank you for your life's journey, your creative process. And I'm looking forward to the new EP, The Real, Carrie Nicole. Thank you. Thank you so much. Blessings, everybody. And have a wonderful week.